Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan. So you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I want to help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You let yourself down more than you let anyone else in your life down. Why do we put ourselves last? Like some days I would just skip it and then I double up and some days I had more time than others, but this plan made something that was once intimidating feel manageable. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. So you took a leap and you handed over a chunk of money and now you're all signed up for a course that promises X, Y, and Z to improve your business or systems or lifestyle. Or maybe your finger is hovering over an online course that you've been eyeing up for a while and you're not sure what happens after you confirm your purchase. You buy it, then what? How do you stay interested and follow through to implement, especially as life happens fast and furiously on the side? There is always going to be your regular work to do, kids to feed, relationships to nurture, your health to take care of, errands to run, meetings to attend, soccer games to bring snacks to. It goes on and on and on. And it can be messy to buy into a course and all that it offers with stars in your eyes and excitement in your heart. Maybe get a module or two in and then life. It just keeps happening. So you tell yourself, oh, I'll get back to it next week. And then next week becomes eventually and then eventually becomes forgetting about it till you feel this tug of guilt in your gut as you catch a glimpse of your login email in your inbox or you get an email from the educator just checking in on your progress. But maybe you can't figure out the time to finish or you feel like you've already forgotten the initial lessons and you don't want to waste the time going backwards. Woof. It's exhausting, right? By the way, if you're feeling guilty as I say these words or overwhelmed by the thought, let me say this loud and clear up top. Course fatigue is totally normal and it happens all the time. I've seen it again and again because if you're like so many movers and shakers, you have the best intentions, but sometimes the follow through is missing. It happens. Trust me. 
I've seen it all from all kinds of brilliant people who may have bought an online course and never logged in to those who fell off the bandwagon or maybe even went through an entire course binge watching all of the content, but never taking the time to actually implement the materials. If you fall into any of these categories, I want for you to know that you are so not alone. There is nothing wrong with you. And I completely understand how all of these scenarios can happen. I know that buying a course is a massive commitment that sometimes gets the best of us. And this episode is not meant to bash or shame you in any way. I want for you to feel welcome here, no matter your past experiences with the course you may or may not have finished taking. Hey, I'm not perfect over here either. I speak with certainty on this because all of these scenarios have happened to me from buying a course and never logging in to completing 10% and forgetting about the rest to feeling totally overwhelmed at actually putting the content to work. I've procrastinated. I've said eventually many times too, but what I have found to be transformational in following through is something simple but effective. And we're going to get into the tools for exactly how you can enhance your follow through game too today. People always join courses with the purest and most hopeful intentions, but a lot of times we're overzealous and then we don't follow through like we promised ourselves we would. It's kind of like when your eyes are bigger than your stomach, when you sit down for a meal and you're starving and you haven't eaten all day and you fill up your plate with all this food, but only manage to eat maybe half of it. Have you ever done that before? The same experience happens with courses often. We bite off more than we can chew, and then we lose excitement after a week or two and our commitment to our once dedicated goal dwindles. What breaks my heart is when we chalk it up that online courses just don't work, or I never follow through on my promises, even though it was likely the fact that the content was amazing and we just weren't prepared to do the work. So today... Let's talk about how to make your money spent on a course a worthy investment from how to know if a course's expense actually makes sense for your business or life to the steps it takes to truly follow through on taking all the lessons and implementing them in a way that will make your investment totally worth it. I'm also going to share my exact process for getting courses done and taking advantage of the materials because you know the course queen herself has a few secrets up my sleeve to make this whole thing efficient and actionable my two favorite words. So shall we? Let's go. Thanks to Handy for supporting the Gold Digger podcast. Handy is a cleaning service that provides an easy and convenient way to book home cleaning on a schedule that works for you. To get your first three-hour cleaning for only $29 when you sign up for a cleaning plan, visit handy.com slash gold digger and use a promo code gold digger during checkout. What is your next big idea? I know you already have the ingredients to take what you know and turn it into the life and the business that you love. So let's figure out exactly what that looks like. Take the bank on your genius quiz at jennacutcher.com slash biz quiz. How do I decide if a course is a worthy investment? Okay, let's back it up for a second and talk about how to even make that decision in the first place, whether a course is right for you right now. If you've been eyeing an online course or some sort of digital educational tool or really any kind of investment meant to improve your business or life, there are a few steps to work through before deciding if it's really the right move. You want to be able to have a way to determine if it's too costly for you right now or if you happen to be the spontaneous type just not thinking about it and entering your credit card info without a thought, I want for you to pause and have the framework to make a good decision. 
Anytime you're making an investment, you want to think about it like this. If you can make more than the cost of the course by implementing the smarter business model or using the tools the course teaches, then by gosh, it's a worthy investment. Here's how it helps me to think it through the decision for all business investments. I always cost it out and I weigh out how much an unclear business strategy and plan is costing me versus getting really strategic and specific with my processes and systems through an investment at hand. If a tool or process you learn can somehow make you work faster or save you hours of your time, if it can allow you to make passive income, launch a new product or service, empower you to reach next level of your business or expand your reach, then you will likely also increase your income with those said improvements. And you likely won't just increase your income one time, but for years to come over and over again. I can confidently tell you that every course I've ever bought has been worth every penny because I was determined to prove myself right. I wanted to make sure that I had chosen a worthy investment, like laying down my money made me driven to do the work because I'll be darned if I choose to pay for something that wasn't right. Can you tell that I'm stubborn? So let's talk about what is the legitimate dollar amount to invest based on what stage of business or life you're in. It helps me making investment decisions to write the cost down of the purchase, like write that number down on paper, and then I run through these questions and jot them down to get a real feel for your current overall expenses. How much time does it take to perform the tasks that the course covers in your business? What is the cost of your time? Like if you were to charge an hourly rate, what is your rate? And then how much of that time is spent on those tasks that you're going to learn, grow, or refine? How is this program going to simplify things, save you time, give you a blueprint to follow, enable you to outsource? How much time, see, I keep coming back to time, will this course save you? And what is that time worth? Can you tell that time is my ultimate currency? Like how much time is it going to take for me to learn the promised things? And how much time will that save me? Recognizing that time will be compounded for weeks and years to come, right? Like if I learn the thing, it takes me time to learn it once, but then if I'm able to implement it over and over again, and it saves me time each week and each month and each year, then that time saved keeps compounding. That's why I am obsessed with online learning. Like you pay to learn the thing once and you reap the rewards for years to come. So once you've been able to guesstimate that time factor, how much time it will take for you to learn and how much time it will save you and how much your time is worth, then you do the math and think about how much more you could make each year if the course offers a streamlined system or a process that you can implement. Like you're not just earning more money if you're taking a business course, you're saving time and time is money, right? Like how many more clients could you book in a year? What new products or services could you offer? How much could you increase your rates with this added knowledge? Write all of those numbers down, even if you're just guessing. If those improved numbers outweigh the investment, then it's clearly a sound business decision. Otherwise, it might just not be the right time for you, and that's okay too. For example, if you listened to my episode a few weeks ago about the money and the mechanics of my first launch ever, I shared about how my first course I ever invested in cost $5,000. That was a ton of money for me to drop. Like we had to discuss it a lot. I had to weigh out all of my options. And when I sold that investment to Drew, I came prepared. I had all of these numbers written down. 
the way that I saw it, if I purchased a course and I did the work, I had to trust that I could create my own offer and sell it. So I started to run the numbers. Like how many courses would I need to sell if I sold them for $500? The answer, 10. What if I sold a course for $100? Well, I'd have to sell 50 to earn back that money. Could I do that? Like I believed I could. How many courses would I need to sell to earn back that initial investment if I sold a course for $2,500? Bingo. The answer was two. Did I trust that I could do that? Heck, yes, I did. If you caught that episode, my first big launch after learning from that first course, I 10x'd my initial investment and it's still paying dividends in my life today. Why? Because I ran the numbers, I believed that it was possible for me, and then I got to work. And bonus points, if you have a side hustle, a lot of times you can use your nine to five or your side hustle to help fund that education that then is going to compound over the years to come, saving you time and money and mistakes and energy. A lot of times we make decisions emotionally, especially when it comes to investing. But I found that when I have an actual equation, when I see the numbers, it grounds me in my decision making. It like instills this confidence that I can make a worthy decision. The numbers won't lie. And often if it's a good course with a sound process and a trustworthy educator, then it will streamline your business in some kind of major way and hopefully lead you towards increased profits. But it can only do all of that if you put in the work to make it happen. A good course is only as good as the implementation that the student, you, performs. I mean, courses are not a magic trick we're talking about here where you can snap your fingers, hand over a couple hundred bucks, and hope for a better business with no effort on your end. I think that's where so many people get tripped up. When you realize that it's going to take your investment and your time to get these things done and done well. But just because it takes time and money and energy doesn't mean it has to be all-consuming and overwhelming. Y'all know my motto. I literally said it today to my team. Nothing is urgent. You shouldn't enter into this learning experience with stress up to your eyeballs and anxiety about missing out on something else important. There are ways to go through a course with peace and ease, which is music to my ears. I don't know about you. That being said, you may need to sacrifice some time and practice some discipline in staying focused and committed on the course. You might not be able to watch your favorite show on Netflix or sleep in an extra 30 minutes, but those micro sacrifices now are going to make it all the more worth it once you've completed the program you choose and worked the lessons into your life so that you're more efficient and less stressed in the long run. Keeping this big picture vision is literally going to save you as you work through any course. Keep your eye on the prize, baby. So what I do to follow through when I commit to taking an online course. So now if you've deemed a course a stellar and worthy investment and opportunity for your business, now what? You've handed over the moolah, you've got your log, and what do you do next? Do you hop in and start binge watching it like a new season of Friends? No, you don't. Not yet, at least. Hey, if binging is your style, you can totally do that. But before hopping into a first module, I always make myself sit down and create a plan, a learning and implementing schedule, if you will. I know planning seems boring, but there are so many new tools and resources right at your fingertips to dive into and you're excited by that. But by taking an hour to set up an actual learning schedule and prepping yourself for success, you are that much more likely to follow through and get it done even when life gets crazy, even when it's tempting to quit, which I promise it will be on some days. 
In fact, I think jumping into the materials without a plan, no matter how eager and motivated you are when you hit play on module one, is the biggest determiner of whether you'll make it through the whole enchilada. Sure, yes, there are some people who can dive right in and can finish and implement and get the full benefits from a course, but that's a super small, teeny tiny percentage of us. Many of us are easily distracted or lose interest because bigger, better, quote unquote, more important things come, they get in our way and we fall off the bandwagon. It's just part of being a human, like stuff comes up. So instead of starting and just hoping you'll make it through and eventually losing steam, I want for you to make a plan first. So what do I suggest in order for you to stay on track? Print out an actual calendar. You can just Google February 2020 calendar and they're free to snag blank ones online. You can just print it out at your own home. And yes, this is weird coming from a girl who's admitted she doesn't use planners. I use printable calendars. I try to complete programs on the schedule that the educator sets, kind of that pace that they set in that framework. So most of the courses that I've taken are completed within 30 to 60 days. I log into the course and write down modules on days that will work for you to set aside time so that you can see exactly how much time you need to devote and how long it's going to take for you to complete each lesson. Like I open up the actual module, I see how long it is, I write that down, and then I give myself some cushion time to do the workbook or complete the assignment. You can also do this scheduling right inside of your planner if you have a pretty full calendar on a regular basis. That way you can plan it out so that your lessons can fall on your lighter days schedule-wise. You can think about it like training for a race, and you can even give yourself a deadline for when you would like to finish going through the course and implementing the info into your own business. Drew and I ran two full marathons back in the day. Whenever I signed up, I'd look at the date of the race and I'd work backwards to craft a training schedule. I knew I needed to dedicate so many runs and miles a week to reach the stamina that I need to finish the 26.2 miles by the day of the race. Courses usually build on each other and they add up wins as you go. And when you have an end goal in sight, it can make the journey so much smoother to keep track with. This doesn't just apply to running, it applies to any goal. Breaking it up into digestible chunks with deadlines in order to reach that final goal helps make the process fun and it holds you accountable in the process. Let's pause here for a quick message about your future. Yeah, I know something about your future and I want for you to open your eyes up to it too. The people you long to serve, the world you want to change, the dream life you want to start living ASAP starts with something so simple, a great idea. It's time for you to find yours, and you've already got the ingredients for it. Start here. I crafted the Bank on Your Genius quiz to help you take what you already know and build a life and a business that you love. Knowledge is a new currency, so find out if you have what it takes to take your genius all the way to the bank. All you need is just a few minutes and a let's see what happens kind of attitude. Check and check. You're ready to begin. Take the Bank on Your Genius quiz at jennacutcher.com slash bizquiz. That's jennacutcher.com slash B-I-Z-Q-U-I-Z. When I talk about outsourcing, I'm not just talking about handing off the tasks in your business that aren't your fave. I believe outsourcing can and should happen in all aspects of your life, even everyday chores and tasks like cleaning your home. Book a home cleaning with Handy in just 60 seconds that fits your schedule right from the app or website. You can compare profiles and read real customer reviews to find the perfect pro for your needs. And there are background checks on all Handy pros. 
You can learn more about that at handy.com slash trust dash and dash safety. If you're thinking, why would I ever pay someone to clean my house when I could just do it myself? Consider how much an hour of your time is actually worth. Could you make back the cost of a pro from Handy coming in to do what they do best while you keep working on your business? Heck yes, you could. That's why I started outsourcing our house cleaning. And let me tell you, it is so worth it. Get your first three-hour cleaning for only $29 when you sign up for a cleaning plan by going to handy.com slash golddigger and entering the promo code golddigger during checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Visit handy.com to learn more. That's your first three-hour cleaning for only $29 when you sign up for a cleaning plan at handy.com slash golddigger. Use the promo code golddigger. Handy, the most reliable name in house cleaning. By now, you guys have heard me talk about the only course I took last year. My business coach, Dean Graziosi, partnered with Tony Robbins, and they created this course called the Knowledge Business Blueprint. It's actually launching super soon. Dean and I spent a few days at a mastermind in Puerto Rico, and he wouldn't stop talking about this course. Like, he was obsessed with it. He voice texted me after I left asking if I'd take a look at it and give him feedback before he sold it to the masses. And I agreed, mostly out of curiosity. Like, I wanted to see what he had built, how he built it, and what the heck he was talking about. Now, at the time when he asked me to review it, I was a few months into motherhood and back to work part-time after my maternity leave wrapped up. To say my time was limited, especially compared to pre-baby, would be an understatement. I was juggling nursing and waking up at all hours to feed Coco while growing my team and scaling my business and navigating what business opportunities were right for me in that season. It was honestly probably the time in my life where my schedule was the most unpredictable and my energy was super limited. I wanted to take the course right away, but like I said, I had lots going on and several things on my plate. How could I possibly add one more and follow through on my promise to Dean to give him that feedback? So I made a plan. I printed off a calendar and I spent an hour while Conley was napping, literally just one hour, assigning myself the modules two specific days so that I was only doing 20 minutes a day. That's it. 20 minutes. I've learned this year that devoting 20 minutes to any goal, whether it's me jumping on the Peloton bike for a quick workout, learning a new skill, or even just reading to my baby, like those 20 minutes add up. I'm always telling myself I can do anything for 20 minutes. And I sure as heck am worthy of devoting 20 minutes of today to something that I'm excited about. It's funny because I can actually close my eyes and remember those days of going through the course for the first time. I would strap Conley into her ergo carrier leash up the dogs and take the lessons on the road. I literally would walk the entire time I listened to Dean or Tony. And that was how I worked my way through the course. Most courses these days have MP3 downloads or videos that you can play and just listen to. And the beautiful thing is that you can listen to them over and over again. So every day in true multitasking mom fashion, I would walk her cul-de-sacs with Conley strapped to me and I would learn. I think when we visualize learning, we often fall back to our traditional education in school days and expect ourselves to sit down at a beautiful desk and minimize all outside distractions and lean into the materials for hours at a time. And I don't know about you, but that's just simply not possible in this season of my life. I treated the course just like I treat an educational podcast I might listen to, and I welcomed it into my bustling routine with baby and pups and all the things. And guess what? I completed the entire course in 30 days. As far as courses go, this one is jam-packed with so much goodness and mind-blowing lessons, but I didn't have to just sit down and take notes and have this perfect learning environment in order to get it done. I took it in small bites and I committed 20 minutes a day, 
five days a week, and I was able to digest it so much more fully because I wasn't rushing or putting pressure on the experience. I ended up doing the exact same thing again when I led a thousand students through the program just a few months later. I created a calendar for them, and then we reviewed the lessons together. People were so much more successful with a plan. Like we had the highest success rate out of all the students because I, as the leader, was giving them accountability and I helped make it feel more achievable versus overwhelming. I mean, if you're waiting for that big blocked out chunk of time where you have the perfect learning surroundings, let that expectation go, sister. Life is not going to slow down. It's never going to be the perfect time, but done and implemented is so much better than waiting for perfect anyways. For me, seeing each module listed out on a calendar helped me to not feel overwhelmed and it gave me the chance to go at my own pace. I also only marked it for five days a week and took holidays off and it gave me flexibility when I fell off the bandwagon. We literally would listen in the car on road trips, which invited Drew into the experience with me and it opened us up for new conversations. I listened while I got ready in the morning, while my macaroni noodles cooked, like I just found ways to fit 20, maybe 30 minutes into my day most days, and it was totally life-changing. If it was a challenging day with Coco's naps or a heavy work day with my team, I was able to skip a lesson and come back to it the following day without feeling like I had fallen behind or that I broke a promise to myself. That is the worst feeling in the world, right? Like you commit to something, whether it be a diet or a course or a change in your life, and then you fall off the bandwagon and you feel so upset with yourself. Like you let yourself down more than you let anyone else in your life down. Why do we put ourselves last? Like some days I would just skip it and then I double up and some days I had more time than others, but this plan made something that was once intimidating feel manageable. Now, if you're in a season where you have a ton of flexibility and you want to dig into a course more heavily, go for it. But make sure you still put it down on paper because even with the best of intentions and the most motivated energy, we can still experience lulls and drags in our productivity. And in those times, staying on track with your preset schedule is going to hold you accountable, keep you going, and help you to stay engaged. You should be feeling all kinds of ready to stay on track with your next course or maybe that course that you started and forgot about. Hey, it's usually never too late to jump back in. The joy of online courses is that most of them are accessible for life. So hopefully you can just get back at it. So now let's get into four quick tips for how to work through an online course successfully and make the materials work for you instead of overwhelming you. Number one. Don't let a lifetime course fuel your procrastination. While buying an online course that is a lifetime course is a great thing because it means you get updates if any of the course materials change and you can come back to it as your business pivots and grows, it also becomes an excuse to put it off. So make sure to map out your plan, even if you're going to jump in a month from now, so that it's actually scheduled in your calendar. If you buy it during an educator's launch, but you know you won't have the amount of time you need until later on, still take that hour or so to make your plan. If you're starting a little later out, consider adding your start date to your digital calendar so that it dings you and reminds you when you plan to jump in. I literally set reminders a few times a week that would make an alarm go off and contained a link and my login so that I had a reminder and zero excuses as to why I wasn't inside the program. Number two, 
work on implementing as you go through the course. While it might be easier to ingest all of the content and then implement, I think it's so crucial to implement what you're learning in order to get a quick win to prove to yourself that something is a worthy investment. When you see that needle move even a tiny bit and feel that endorphin rush of progress, it keeps you motivated. Those quick wins help affirm your decision to invest initially and keep you on the path to continue implementing. They act as this boost of momentum so that you can see that the materials are actually working as you go through them. You can listen to the best content in the world from top leaders and educators, but it's not going to mean a thing to you until you implement to see the results for yourself. Remember, paying for a course is essentially like betting on yourself. So prove to yourself that you're a smart investor and that your learning and growth are worthy investments. Number three, buy courses that fill in your biggest gaps, not ones that include all the things. A lot of courses sell themselves with having a million modules, 100 plus hours of videos, and they teach all the things. It's kind of like being a jack of all trades versus a master of one. Be honest with the amount of time you have to devote to learning something. For me, I don't necessarily want a course that's going to take me all year to complete. I want for it to be as short, to the point, and easy to apply in order to get me fast results. So look to learn from people who are good at teaching the things that you need without the fluff or unnecessary details. Great educators will help simplify the process, not overcomplicate it. Number four, get involved with the accountability offerings. Accountability is huge, whether it's through a course community on Facebook or you joining with someone else who's already doing the course. I've done both of those and the more accountability, the better. If you can do both, do it. Like if there's a place to connect with the educator or someone adjacent to ask questions and get encouragement, take advantage of all the things. That is built into courses for a reason so that you can feel supported as you go and encouraged to continue through the lessons. Course creators want you to get your money's worth and be a success story for their method. That's the whole reason they create courses in the first place. They know that a process works because they've seen it work, not just for themselves, but for others that they lead. And they want a larger community to have access to it, to be able to make a bigger impact. Even posting publicly that you're taking a course and learning a new thing is a way to invite more accountability into your process. Share it in all the places because that means you're serious about getting results. When I shared the Knowledge Business Blueprint on my Instagram stories and Facebook, it held me accountable because knowing people were going to ask me about it kept me on pace and encouraged for me to keep sharing my wins and results and the experience as I went through it. Invite your spouse, your family, your team to check in on you and your commitment. Heck, share it with the entire internet that you're learning so that they can follow along as you learn and know that you're busy dreaming up new dreams and taking action on them. All right. Are you feeling ready to tackle an online course, revisit one that you've already purchased, retake the one that got you results, or purchase a new one? There are so many pros of learning online from being able to access the content on the go to watching and re-watching the content while you learn to connecting with a community of other dream chasers without ever having to leave your house and having the ability to turn what could take you decades into days. I love talking about courses, implementation, and getting you and me to the results that we yearn for while we seek out these incredible learning opportunities. Gold Diggers, I hope that this encourages you to know that you are worthy of investing in your time, in your business, in your dreams, and you're also capable of getting those results that you see so many people painting the promises of. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. 
I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 